Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. This week, a new governor, Kathy Hochul, was sworn into office following the resignation of outgoing Governor Andrew Cuomo. MISNY President Dr. Joe Sellers recently issued a statement congratulating Governor Hochul on her ascension to become the first female governor in New York State history and noted her significant history of working to protect our state's public health, both in New York as Lieutenant Governor and while she was in Congress, including her work on combating opioid abuse, as well as her efforts to protect expanded insurance coverage for patients established under the Affordable Care Act. Dr. Sellers also noted Misney's continued commitment to assist her administration to help promote vaccine confidence, as well as working with her to address the many other public health challenges we face impacting New Yorkers' ability to receive needed medical. To that end, Dr. Sellers also issued a statement of support of action by the New York State Department of Health to require all employees and other staff and volunteers working in Article 28 settings, including hospitals, nursing homes, ambulatory surgery centers, and clinics to receive the COVID vaccination. To be clear, this requirement will also extend to physicians and other care providers working in private practice settings, but who provide care in these hospitals, nursing homes, and AM surge centers. Healthcare workers in hospitals and nursing homes will need to have at least a first dose by September 27th and in other healthcare settings by October 7th. We are hopeful that this week's announcement by the FDA approving full use of Pfizer's COVID vaccine, not just emergency use authorization, will reduce some of the hesitancy we have seen for those who have expressed they want to wait until the vaccine was approved on more than just an interim basis. As you may have heard, given the recent surge in cases arising from the increased spread of the Delta variant, MISNI made the decision to move our annual House of Delegates meeting to a virtual format, including our day of continuing medical education programming that precedes the House of Delegates meeting. However, we are hopeful that the virtual format will permit many more physicians to participate in these wide-ranging CME programs. On Friday, September 17th, there will be seven distinct CME programs for physicians to attend. You can go to MISNY's website for more information, but in the morning, there will be three separate programs organized by the Milnick Insurance Company, and in the afternoon, there will be four programs organized by MISNY. The Milnick Morning Program includes managing a patient's health care needs, the perspective of physicians in a malpractice suit, and a health care law update. The MISNY afternoon CME programs include steps to physician wellness and resiliency, frequently asked questions regarding the COVID-19 pandemic, the heavy toll of racism and poverty on mental and physical health, and substance use disorder in veterans. Please look for more information on MISNY's website regarding these programs. We hope you can join for any or all of these programs. As the calendar creeps towards September and the beginning of fall, Please be alert for many updates MISNY will be providing on key federal issues and requests for physician grassroots action. MISNY has been working with the AMA and several national specialty societies and state medical societies to develop comments to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services to ensure a fair implementation of the No Surprises Act enacted by Congress last December. The law, which will take effect on January 1st, 2022, is far-reaching. 
It not only sets up an independent dispute resolution process for claims by out-of-network physicians for care provided to patients in hospitals who are insured by self-insured plans, it also requires much more advanced disclosure to patients about their possible out-of-pocket costs for medical care, including new responsibilities on in-network physicians. The other far-reaching issue impacting all physicians are looming enormous Medicare cuts for 2020. Based upon a variety of provisions, including proposed changes to the conversion factor in the 2022 proposed Medicare payment rule, as well as sequestration cuts that have been included within earlier laws passed by Congress, physicians could face across-the-board Medicare cuts of an astounding 10% unless Congress acts. Last year, Congress acted at the end of the year to minimize looming Medicare cuts, but there is no guarantee they will do it again. Please remain alert for our request to contact our congressional delegation, including Senate Majority Leader Schumer, to ask for them to prevent these cuts from moving forward. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast and for your commitment to MISNI, your county medical society, and of course, your patients. We'll speak again in a few weeks.